How many we know that His presence is here in the house? Amen. It's not about feeling it. It's about knowing it. Amen. Amen. And you already know, I can see the joy in your face. I can see the, shun- the sunshine already in your face. That's His presence. That's His glory that is shining upon you. Amen. And you can see it here too. <laughs> That's his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Um, God is good. I have a good friend named Holy Spirit. And a few days ago, Holy Spirit gave me a word. And he said, be intentional. And like many other occasions, I asked him, please elaborate. Teach me. <laughs> You say to be intentional, but you got to tell me, explain it. Help me understand it. Help me grasp what are you asking me. What are you telling me? Help me grasp what you're saying about to be intentional. Amen? God is so good that his intentions started Genesis 1.1. <laughs> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. See, I always refer back to that with my kids about Genesis 1-1 because when we're talking about his love, his word, about preaching, about sharing his love unto others, many times they ask, um, they ask us so many questions whether it's true or not. Especially that part when it says, well, how do we come to be saved? I'm like, well, you got to go to Romans 10. You got to confess it with your mouth. And believe it in your heart. You have to believe it in your heart that Jesus died and rose from the third day, right? It doesn't say in the beginning God thought about doing, about creating. It doesn't say He thought about it. No, He said He intentionally. He in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. That means He was very intentional on what He's creating. Amen. Amen, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> we praise you. So to be intentional, I also went to the dictionary, Oxford Dictionary. It says, to be intentional, what does it mean? Done on purpose, deliberated, intended, voluntary, studied, knowing, willfully, purposefully. Amen? Amen. Let's, say, let's, let's repeat these words. I desire, I desire. to be intentional. About God's kingdom, I need to live a life purposefully pursuing the life that God has called me to live. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. See, being intentional takes focus, action, and living God's inspired. Inspired, inspiring spirit, God has a divine design and purpose for each and one of us. Amen? You know, God always back up his own word with his word. <laughs> he declares it. Let's look at Luke, uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 18. It's good. It says... The Spirit of the Lord is upon me 
because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recover of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Lord always keeps on adding. He always adds. Amen. Let's look at Mark chapter 16, verse 15 through 18. Amen. Chapter 16, verse 15 through 18. This is one of my favorites. Because this is, why is it one of my favorites? Because many, many people ask, what am I to do in God's kingdom? What is the purpose? What is he calling me to do? What is his purpose in my life? How do I do it? What do I do? And this is one good commandment that we all must not only to learn, but to grasp it, deposit in our spirit, man, and be active, take action, demonstrate it, for it's not your works, it's the works of the Spirit of the Lord. And he's, whatever he has done in you, he's going to do it through you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's read together. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who will believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover Amen. So that is our purpose, for us to lay hands on those who are oppressed, on those who are sick. And what's going to happen? They're going to recover. They're going to be healed in the name of Jesus. Even in their serpents, even their scorpions, we are to trample over them. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't even spend a second hesitating on how to do it. It's not by might. Yeah? It's by the Holy Spirit. He's going to show you how to do it. You have a good friend, and his name is Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ooh, I already skipped three pages. That's good. <laughs> no. So, saints, God pays attention to every detail in your life. He pays attention to every single detail. His intention, his compassion, his love, his power, his authority, his intentional, it's very intentional for you and I. For every believer, for every believer and every son that comes to know him, the power, the authority is in him. We just read it in Isaiah 61. For what purpose? For Mark 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Amen? Amen. That is the purpose. Why it's so intentional for us to grasp, to take ownership. This is something that you have to take ownership. One thing that you got to take ownership is about his power, authority. Amen? Remember, the power is in the name of Jesus. We just praise the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen, Brother Renato. <laughs> I learned it from Apostle Michael. <laughs> Amen, Brother Michael. Amen. All right. Page 102. Just kidding. Prayer. All right. Here's another scripture. I probably didn't give you these guys. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 and 5. This is another 
powerful scripture of God's word. Amen. And he reads, for though we for for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down the strongholds, casting down arguments, and every casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Amen? Yes. Not some arguments, not the ones you choose to, but all arguments. Amen? Every single argument. And that can be brought by any person in our lives that approaches or that we know uh, in our family. Remember, the fight is not carnal. Amen? We need to understand that he has given us a spirit of discernment. And this is the gateway to discernment. We need to understand who is operating, who is speaking, who is talking. You don't go against your brother. You don't go against your sister. You come against those spirits of darkness. Amen? So, Father, Father God, I pray in this moment, commanding all spirits who are tormenting the minds of your sons and daughters, We bind them with fetters and chains right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. And we command every single spirit that is bringing oppression, that has brought oppression and depression, confusion, spirit of doubt, the spirit of sickness, anything that has to, anything in that is related to the kingdom of darkness that is coming against your sons and daughters, Father God. We bind every single spirit and we command to let go now to go back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus in this moment now. And he has to let you go. Now, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. So, my friend, Holy Spirit, I ask you that you come into every single person that we just pray for, Father God. You come and fill them. Fill every single room. Fill every single void in their soul. Every single void in their mind, in the, in the spirit, in the heart. Just fill them with your presence, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Amen. God continues to give us more of his heart, service after service, every time that we gather together. Why is it when I said that the presence was here, his presence is here, is that you don't need to feel it. And it's because his word tells us that when two or more are gathered together, he is in the midst of them, right? That's how you know that his presence is here already. The moment you came in and you say one or two persons, I'm like, whoo, God is here. God is here. Amen. So the moment you enter, you're like, oh, my expectations are met already because God is here. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You know, God used Apostle David uh, last Sunday. And he brought a, a word forward. Talk about compassion heals. Amen. See, God showed us and demonstrated and manifested his compassion, his love, and brought us healing. Not in some things, but in all things. Amen? In all aspects of our lives, he brings us healing. Amen? The moment Jesus Christ said, it is done, that's when you had received your healing. It was already done. Amen? Amen. Now we are testifying that 
we are testifying what he is manifesting in our lives. And when we do so, we are testifying of his love, of his compassion, of his power that he has done. Because Jesus was a son that was obedient to his father and was always looking to do his will. Abba's will. Not his own will, but Abba's will. Amen? In the next very service, Apostle Michael, he brought a word for that... Um, He brought a word forward from the throne room of Abba's heart. Amen? And it was called God's abundance through salvation. All who hear his spoken word of salvation and believe in his son will be saved. And all those things that we just read in Mark 16, take ownership of it. Take ownership by Isaiah 61. Take ownership of Luke 4, 18. Take ownership of the power and authority God has placed in your lives to advance God's kingdom. Yes. See, when you came, remember that one moment when you, when you declared Jesus as your Lord and Savior? That very moment, you became adopted into God's kingdom. The spirit of adoption took place. What else took place? Your name was written in the book of life. He promises you eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are good. <laughs> See, in, our, in God's kingdom, we are to be committed, determined, disciplined, faithful, and seeking God's kingdom first. And he brought me back to, to be intentional in God's kingdom. What is it to be intentional? Again, a reminder is to be determined, to have discipline, to be faithful, and to seek God's kingdom first. Not once a month, <laughs> not twice a year, <laughs> but just as we walk our daily salvation, we have to seek His kingdom to be advanced daily, day to day. Amen. If we read Matthew 6:33, says this. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the things will be added unto you. All things. Be intentional, saints. Be intentional on advancing his kingdom, on seeking his kingdom first. Everything else is going to be added. Don't even be worried. Don't be concerned. Don't be anxious about anything. For his word tells us, pray about everything. Yeah. Amen. Don't carry the stuff. Don't carry anything. Bring it to Jesus' feet. Lay it on him. He's going to see you through, through every and every single storm. Amen? Amen? See, we are to seek. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> it's good. We have to be intentionally in God's kingdom. Additional reason why we have to be intentional about it is that we lay our feet to him. We lay our knees to him. Why do we do that? Because we need to know that his kingdom is advancing. We need to know that his kingdom is advancing, increasing, not only in us. Yes, he will start with you. It will be in you. We manifested in you. But it's also going to be manifested through you. Yes. Amen? 
Praise you. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, every day, every day, we have to come in agreement with your friend, my friend, Holy Spirit. We have to be in agreement. We have to be intentional to just wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes. What's going to happen today? I want to be in agreement. I want to go into that assignment that you have prepared that is ready to go. Right? Yes. We all want it. We all need it. And we all have to desire it. So we have to bring it, we have to, bring it to fruition. It needs to take place in our lives daily. Just how we come to him and repent daily. We have to repent. We have to renounce. We have to close every single door that, that was open, whether we open it willingly or doors that we open unconsciously. We didn't even know. We didn't even pay attention. In addition to that, opening doors, remember, you belong to a bloodline. <laughs> Somebody else in the family could open a door, and yet it's affecting you. You see? So not only that you repent for yourself, for your household, but repent for your bloodline. Yes. Renounce anything that the bloodline is operating in or through. Amen? Yes. Send forward angels to minister to the spirit man, to be awakened, to be shaken, to be, uh, hey, wake up. You, what you're doing is wrong. Amen? Yes. Now, if we sometimes know that they're acting, not that they are, they're acting in the spirit of stubbornness through them. Let's ask Holy Spirit, do it supernaturally so that they have no doubt, so that there's no unbelief on what's taking place. That is the spirit of the Lord shaking him, waking them up. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read uh, Revelation 2.7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the palace of God. What a wonderful promises God has for us that we are going to be able to eat from the fruit of the tree that is in his paradise. And what is the things that we're going to do? Where's the key here? Your ears. All you got to do is just hear his word, his living word. All you have to do is be intentional, read his word, listen to his word, praise his word, worship him, be intentional to every word that is spoken through a prophet, amen, through a pastor that is grounded not, not on their own imagination, not on their own ideas. I ran out of room. <laughs> but it's grounded in the Bible, in his living word, in his true word. Amen? That's how you know. That's how you know. It's your duty to go back and check. Really? You got to sit uh, swift? Sift, you got to sift what is teaching, what is being given to you. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? You got to sift it. You really got to do that. Amen? Don't just take it for granted. 
You know, there, there's, a, there's another passage in the Bible that Jesus, they talk about, oh, the blind is leading the blind. Where do you think they're going to end up? <laughs> you don't want to follow the blind. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ay, ay, ay. <laughs> you don't. Of course, when someone like that presents itself, you're not going to see it as fake at all. It's going to look so good. It's going to look so real. It's going to sound so real. But that's why Holy Spirit, your friend, prompts you all the time to go back to his living word and check it for yourself. And if you don't understand it, just like Pastor Renato, occasion to occasion, ask Holy Spirit, my friend, please explain, please elaborate. I want to grasp it. I need to understand it. I want to deposit that word in my spirit, man. I want that deeper revelation to be manifested in my life for I know that this is going to advance God's kingdom because if I'm advancing, then everyone else is going to advance through me, through those who God puts in my path. Amen? The same goes for you and you and those who are in the camera, in the back of the camera, receiving. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. You're right. It's just a spirit of joy. It's just light in here. It's just able to com- comfortably, but in God's confidence, not man's confidence. In God's confidence. Amen? He is good. There's such, a, there's such an anointing of his spirit of peace and joy. And, the, and I can just, I know I can feel it, but I just know that you are receiving. <laughs> Amen? So grasp, grasp this word, grasp it, deposit it. Holy Spirit, today I take your word, I take what you are declaring in the living word and I'm putting it in my spirit and let it ferment and let it grow. Bring me understanding, increase the understanding, increase the wisdom, increase the ability and the capability for me in operating in this way. Everywhere that I go. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hearing, hearing his voice is key. Be intentional. Seek his kingdom. For you look for his kingdom, you're going to find him. Amen. And he's going to come to you and he's going to let you know what you're asking of him. Why? Because he has compassion. He has love for you. He has a design, a divine design in your life for a purpose. Amen? Be intentional, saints. I need to be intentional. I dressed up. I wanted to be intentional. (laughs) For his glory. Amen? Amen. Let's read John 10, 27, 28. It says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. (laughs) Amen? And they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Huh? You know what that means? That means there's nothing, there's no weapon formed against you that can snatch you from God's hands. It doesn't matter what type of assignment, contract, 
legal contract the enemy has lifted against you, brought against you, against your family, against your bloodline, it does not matter for his worth is true. We just read it. Nothing will snatch him, snatch you out of his hands. You will not perish for he promises you eternal life. Remember, eternal life. You will one day, my brothers and my sisters, one day you too are going to eat of that fruit of the tree of life. Where? In his paradise. Amen. That's his promise. Amen. God's word is unfailing. His word is the way, the life, and the truth. He shows you the way when, when there's no way. When it seems impossible for you to go through, he makes a way. Amen. And now he also gives you life. There's those moments in your life that you felt at your lowest. Even those assignments and spirits of torment that trying to bring you confusion, trying to bring you to a place of desolation where you just don't feel worthy, where you just feel rejected by society. I mean, one thing is your family, but the next thing is your, the society. You don't even feel welcome at Starbucks or anywhere that you go to. <laughs> but God gives you life. When you came to him, that moment you accepted Jesus Christ, he gave you life. He is life. And as you had already entered, because at that moment someone seek the kingdom of God, and there was an advancement, and you came into his kingdom. Amen? And that gave you life. As you enter into that new life, you are a new creation, and you are created to his image. Amen? So what he's going to start releasing into your life for the purpose of advancing God's kingdom. He's going to release truth. Truth of your origin, how he created you, for what reason, what he has anointed you for. Amen? Truth that brings you freedom from bondage of the enemy's hands. You no longer feel depressed. You no longer are oppressed. You no longer feel anxious of anything because you know who is the way, who is the life, and who is the truth. Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Saints, my brothers, my sisters, in Christ there are many took me a second here because I wrote the thing two times <laughs> so that I will not forget but in Christ we are to be intentional in Christ we are to be intentional in God's kingdom we are to be intentional there's so many examples in God's word in, his, in the Bible that give us examples of how many were intentional about having a relationship with who? with God their creator, the creator, the author of the universe, of every living thing that we know of or that we don't even know of. He is author and creator. You need to be intentional of having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, your Lord, yes. Savior. Amen. You need to have a relationship with who? With your friend, Holy Spirit. You need to be intentional to have a relationship with Abba, Father. 
Amen. You need to seek him. There's so many, but I, I chose three. <laughs> My friend Holy Spirit helped me choose three. <laughs> I have so many in the Bible. We can talk about David, Esther, and Daniel. Amen. How they were intentional towards having a relationship with God, seeking him. 1 Samuel 23, verse 1 through 5. Then they told David, saying, Look, the Philistines are fighting against Kayla, and they are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Should I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines, and save Kayla. Amen. But David's men said to him, Look, we are afraid. Here in Judah, how much more than if we go to Kayla against the armies of the Philistines? Saints, God has already given you power and authority to trample over serpents and scorpions. It doesn't matter whether they come to your... See, when it says Kayla, that was a, a, another city, not where David was. But there was the people of David there too as well. So you need to understand, you have power and authority to come against the enemy. But don't, don't go acting out of your emotions or feelings. What did David show us in here? Is that first he came to God and asked him, Lord, do I go and attack? Do I go and do this? See, you don't want to act out of your emotions and feelings. It's not your ideas. You need to understand that the weapons are not carnal. For you to enter into a spiritual warfare is you got to come with Holy Spirit and say, hey, how do we do this? How do, I how do I come against this enemy? How do I come at this attack, this assignment, this contract, this legal issue that is coming, that is happening? Not only me, it could be to you personally, or it could be a family member, or it could be a friend, a co-worker. It doesn't matter. It could be a stranger, yet Holy Spirit will give you the weapon, he will give you the correct and absolute words how to operate, how to decree, how to pray, how to intercede adequately, correctly, and it's going to defeat the enemy 100% all the time. Amen? Amen? Not that just one occasion, but all the time. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. See, David was very intentional to seek God's kingdom. He was committed. He was active. His faith, he was faithful, and he trusted God with everything that he had. Every possession that David had, he trusted God with it. Amen? See, God the Creator saints. The altar of all things, saints, he's your dad. He has given you power and authority to do the same thing just as David did. Take ownership of the power and authority God has given you, saints. What's another thing that um, David did? We, can, we don't have to read it. It's Psalms 139, 23, We should read it. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me 
and lead me in the way of everlasting. Psalms 25, 1 through 7. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one wait on you, on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I'll wait all the days. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. See, it's important that we ask God, God, search my heart. That's part of repentance. When you come and do you take that time, intimacy time with the Lord, is for him to search your heart. It's like search my heart. See what there's an offensive anything that it comes against, anything that is exalting against uh, your word, everything that is exalting against your kingdom, Father God, please remove it. Anything that is trying to bring shame to my life, anything that wants to bring shame to my mind, to my spirit, remove it, cleanse it, remove it, take it out. He, he has given you power and authority. You can command those spirits. Says, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command this spirit of oppression, even if you have a migraine. Remember, God looks for every single detail in your lives. So let's be diligent. Let's be intentional in asking God to seek what's in our hearts, what needs to be removed, what needs to come out. We need to enter into that place continuously. It's not a once a month. It's not a twice a year. It's not, <laughs> it's not twice a year that you enter into a place of being, of being and getting delivered. You need deliverance in your life. You do. You do. I need deliverance in my life. Why? Because we want to see God's kingdom advance. Yes. We need his kingdom to advance. He wants, he desires. And what he wants and he desires, we want and we desire. Yes. Amen? Amen? God is good. Hallelujah. See, the life of, the life of David, the testimony of the life of David... He was mighty. He was a mighty warrior. Even in the, yes, in the physical, he went to many battles, and he won every single battle. Why did he won every single battle? Because he didn't do it on his own strength. He didn't rely on his own strength. He didn't rely on his men. He relied on what said, on what God said, on what God had permitted to do. He always trusted God first. Said, God, do I do this? God, do I go destroy him? God, what do I do here? He was always coming. And yes, there's many things in the life of David that he committed in sin and whatever he did. But yet he would still go back and fall to his knees and say, Lord, search my heart. Clean my heart. Remove what's in my heart. I don't want this to bring shame to me, bring shame to you. The only one that I have seen against is you alone. Amen. So it's important that we come day to day, if it's in the morning, if it's in the afternoon, just repent. Enter into that part of repenting. Don't wait for a day or two weeks later to like, oh, 
I repent from lying. Well, I repent from doing that or taking action on that against my brother or hiding this. You can't hide nothing. The Lord knows it all. You can try to fool yourself. <laughs> you can fool many, but you will never fool God. Amen? So in a way for you to be in the path of, of God, walking and advancing God's kingdom, very trustworthy in a place of righteousness is by you repenting daily, by you coming to him and being delivered from all oppression, all depression, all the attacks, all the assignments, anything that the enemy throws at you day to day. He knows you. He knows you. He knows of you. And he also knows that he is defeated, that he has already been defeated at the cross. Amen? Remember, saints, you have the power, you have the authority. It's inside of you. Isaiah 61, look for 18. Mark 16, 15. Go to them. Grasp them. Take them. Deposit them again and again and again in your life. Make sure you just, it'll come to you just as you breathe. That's how it is. Because God's worth, when it comes inside of you, it's life. It's breath. Amen? Yes. It'll be so natural to you that you're like, ooh, I didn't know it was in me. Ooh. I didn't know I can, I, I, I was holding that, that scripture in me, in my spirit. It'll be that easy because his word is life and it breathes in you. Let it breathe, you let it breathe out too. You have to breathe his word. It's life. It brings life to your bones. Amen? In the book of Esther, I'm like, should I read the whole chapter, Lord? Or should I just tell him? <laughs> There's so many things that happened in the life of Esther. So many. I mean, the word, describe, the word describes her as one that was beautiful, and she had a heart of being a servant unto God. And there was this, there was this one occasion as she was queen, she learned that not only her, but her people, the Jewish, they were in imminent danger. They were going to perish. They were going to die because of the hands of the enemy was using who? Haman. The enemy was using Haman to bring um, destruction to Esther and to her people. Now look at this. The enemy wanted to bring destruction to a queen. All right? Who are we? We are the church of God. We are the bride of the king. See, the enemy wants to bring destruction. You understand that? This is why you have to seek God's kingdom. And say, hey, reveal me. Holy Spirit, reveal me. What's in the word? What's coming in? What's, what's happening? What, what took place in Esther? What can I learn from that? Is that parallel to what's taking place right now? Yes, it is. It is parallel to what's taking place right now. You got to understand, we are living in the end times. You need to prepare yourself. You need to gird up yourself. You need to understand that you have power, that you have the authority to, to demolish every argument, every assignment, every contract of the enemy. It's in you. Look for it, 18. Say so. Amen? Amen. So because she was, because she was a servant of God and she had a relationship with God, she sick him. And she came to her people and said, she knew that they're all in danger. And she said, Uncle Marakai, say, tell them, 
grabbed the people in Cheshun, that was the city, tell all of the people to come in agreement for three days fast, neither day or night, consume any meals. Don't, don't eat nothing. Don't drink anything for three days. For I and my mate will be doing the same thing so that I'm able on that third day to go in the, where, where did she go? Into the courts of the king. And she knew that she could perish. Why did she know that she could perish if she entered into the, the, the courts? Because there was a law that nobody was able to enter unless they were invited, unless they were summoned to. Amen? See, it's, to me, it's like a replica of, of us that we have to come to the king all the time. Why? To plead for our loved ones. It doesn't matter what we have to endure. It doesn't matter what we have to endure through the storm, what the enemy throws. We have power and authority. We are walking above it. We're going through the storm at peace. Why? Because Jesus is on our side. That's why we're able to go through every single storm at peace. It might not look, it might not sound peaceful. That doesn't matter because remember, it's not about emotions or feelings, it's about feeling it. It's about knowing that the spirit of peace is in you and that you're able to go through it. That's the same peace that was on Queen Esther. Amen? So God showed her a way. Amen? Show her a way of how to do it. There's many times we have to fast. It should be a continuous thing to do, just as we pray every day, that we're able to fast continuously because there's so many other things that only come out by fasting and prayer. Amen? But she knew. She knew that she could trust God with this assignment. And that's why she asked her people for prayer, for fasting for three days. And what came out of it? They came out victorious. Victorious. They were alive. The truth also set them free. For not, see, not only that their people were safe, I mean, know that God continues to add on to what he gives you. You ask for something, he reveals something, and he still adds on to it. So, in a sense, they were look, she was looking for the, the freedom, right? The liberty of her people. Like, oh, don't, don't kill them, you know? Uh, King, just to let you know, if they kill them, they kill me, for I am a Jew. <laughs> so what would a king do without his queen, right? So it's important that we, ourselves, seek the kingdom of God. It's really important that we do. Not only that they receive their freedom, but the king gave Mordecai, her uncle, a ring. And this ring, it, it was a signature. So every decree that was released in the kingdom with that, with that ring, it was a seal that it was decreed and everyone had to obey. And that gave the people of Esther power and authority over their enemies. Whatever, in any land that they live, they were not able to continue to shame them, bring oppression Bringing, uh, bringing them down. They were not able to do that anymore because they have the protection of the king. 
it was already decreed that by the power and authority by the king, they could not harm them anymore, any longer. It's the same as God already has given you that signature. He already stamped you. The moment you receive Holy Spirit, the moment you had already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that seals it. You have the power. You have the authority. Amen? God is good all the time. I'm telling you, He is so good. I promise, 25 more pages and we're done. Let's move on to the next person. Who was it? Anybody remembers who was it? I said it at the beginning. Daniel. Did Daniel have an intentional life? Yes. In, his, in, in the kingdom of God? Yes, he did. What, did. what is Daniel known for? For praying three times a day. Daniel kneeled on the direction of where Jerusalem is. Okay? And he would kneel three times a day and pray and pray and pray. That's being intentional, brothers. That's intentional. He Not only that he uh, prayed and interceded for his house, for himself, but he prayed for Israel. And that's another command that we have, that we are to pray for Israel. Amen? So add that to your list. Always pray, pray and intercede for Israel, saints. Amen? I mean, he prayed so much that the enemy took notice of that. <laughs> The enemy takes notice, right? And what happened? So-and-so came to the king and said, hey, why don't you lift up a decree saying that it's unlawful and it's against the king if somebody prays to any other god except for you. And that brought him into trouble. Where did he end up? He ended up in the den of the lions. But remember, saints, you are God's sons, you are God's daughters, and he has always and will always, not sometimes, would always have your back. So immediately, what happened? He released an angel to the dents and closed the mouth of the lions. Even though Danny was right here, and I truly don't know how many lions were there. <laughs> but can you imagine? Can you? Yes, you can. Imagine all those problems, all the oppression that the enemy has here against you. And yet, God does not allow the enemy to touch you. Right. He does not allow you, allow the enemy to devour you. He will not devour your finances. He will not devour your peace. He's not going to devour your house. He's not even going to devour your health. Amen? Amen. Amen. He can't. You're already being sealed. Remember, you're already being sealed. You're already being chosen. You are the son and daughter of the Most High God. Amen? God is good. So he had a very intentional life. I know I might sound like a parrot and like a parrot and like a parrot, but it's important, it's important that we grasp it. It's important that we take it. It's important that we take it and deposit it in our spirit, that we know his word that we know that we are seeking his kingdom. Let's see what Luke 10, 19 tells us. Amen? Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to trample on, on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. Not some things. He says, nothing. 
There's nothing that can hurt you. Amen? Saints, my sisters, my brothers, and those who are in the live stream, remember this. What you can take from, from the moment you receive Jesus Christ, your Lord, in your hearts, the moment you decreed it, the moment you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, you had received power and authority over the enemy in all that the enemy is against you. You have power over him all the time. Not sometimes, all the time. It doesn't matter if there's an occasion when you feel down low, your, your emotions are, whoop, right? Or something took place, even if somebody passes you in the freeway and slams the brakes or whatever or not. <laughs> Remember, you still have the authority to just, just like Apostle David says, like, Lord, bless the person. Just bless them. Start praying. See, that's a good opportunity for us to seek God's kingdom. That's a good opportunity for us to start interceding for that one person. Oh, Lord, uh, he might be in a rush or oh, he's probably not focused. So I ask you, Father God, let the spirit of peace be on his mind right now. Take control of his body. Take control of his mind. Take control of his hands. You know, and sometimes we just focus on that one person that is driving, right? But who knows? Maybe they got kids in the back. They probably have a prophet in the back. They probably have an evangelist in the back, a pastor. Who knows, right? So it's important that we pray for that person to intercede. It's a great opportunity for us to come into prayer. Amen? If you have, if you have to start with your own mind and say, Father, I know those thoughts that just came in my head right now. Father God, I repent and I renounce. See? Just do that in that moment, in that instance. You know, there's a testimony about a person that wanted to lay hands on somebody else to bring him to deliverance. And as the moment the person started to bring deliverance to the person, a demon manifested. I'm like, oh, started speaking something against that person. And I'm like, you, you can't even do this because uh, um, I know this about you. And this person turned around. He goes, Father, in the name of Jesus, I repent, I renounce, and I close every door that it was open against the enemy. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Turn back. What happened? Demons came out and was free. Amen. Why? Because she, that, ooh, I say she, ooh. <laughs> that person knew her position, knew the authority, the power. She knew who she belonged to. Amen. It's a mighty person, a mighty person in God's kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. What other great example do we have? Our Jesus Lord Christ is the greatest example that we have that he was always intentional in God's kingdom. Why? Because he was always looking to set time aside daily. Daily to enter in, in a moment to have a conversation with his father. He wanted to know what's going to take place how it's going to take place. And what he did came in agreement with his father. Said like, yes, yes, and yes. He had so much intention, intentional relationship that even to choose the 12 disciples, he 
intentionally put time aside and say, Father, reveal the names of the disciples. See, he couldn't go about emotions and feelings. I'm like, well, that one over there looks all right to me. That one seems like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> that one looks like it has money. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you can't go about the appearance of the outside. You cannot. You have to be intentional and seek God. Lord, you rebuild. You release unto me the names. You release unto me the laborers. You, le- you release unto me the servants that are, who are going to have, who I know they have a heart to follow you, to be servants of your kingdom. For when people are next to you and they come to you, you are praying, and you are praying, right? And you are seeing those who are next to you that they were God sent. Yes? Let's do so. Always continue to pray for those next to us that they're always, and that they come in perfect alignment and in perfect agreement with Holy Spirit. It's not about our idea. It's not about what we want to do, how we want to advance God's kingdom. It's about how He wants it. He is the author. He is the creator. He is the one who had designed it, and he is the one who's going to release it. He's going to release it to your spirit, man. Amen? How do we do that? What do we have to do? We have to be intentional. When? Once a month? Twice a year? Daily, right? Daily. Just as we look for our salvation daily, we have to seek his kingdom daily. Listen. Listen. Listen for his word Listen to his voice. He says that the shepherd calls his sheep and the sheep obey. They, they know, they recognize the shepherd. So we have to recognize his voice. Saints, you have the power and authority. The enemy has no power, has no authority, has nothing in common with you, saints. Nothing. Nothing. If, if there was a moment in your life that you thought that you were, the, the God's voice was not clear to you, from now on, it will always be clear to you. Amen? Because you are intentional on seeking his kingdom. You are intentional on entering into that intimacy time. You know, it's wonderful. We have 16 days, sister, 16 days in consecration. 16 days. And there's so many testimonies. Brother, so many testimonies. Prophecies are being released. People were in a, in a, in a situation where there was oppression, depression with a a moment where like, it's going to end right here. And the first day they enter into a consecration and intimacy with the Lord, God started reading right away. Right away. See, he is very intentional about his sons and daughters. He's not going to forsake you. He's not going to forgive you. He's going to release unto your spirit of his kingdom. Amen? Why? Because his word is faithful, and he's always faithful. He's always going to look for you. He's going to be in every single detail in your life. It's our desire to be intentional, to look for him, to be intentional, to share, to decree, and to release unto others. Just as he has done in us, he will do it through us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father God. Hallelujah.
I'm going to give you a gold nugget scripture. How about that? You like that? I love this one. First Thessalonians 573-22. Pray without ceasing. Never stop praying. Hallelujah. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despite prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast of what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Thank you, Father. See, we have to be intentional, saints. We have to be intentional. See, seek his kingdom first. Come into agreement with the Holy Spirit. Ask for the renewal of your mind. Ask for the thoughts of God to be yours, to be aligned, to, for you to be in alignment with, with his thoughts, with his will, to be willing to do all the things he's asking you to do. See, many times I have come to the Holy Spirit. This is, this is something that he had released unto me. It says, Renato, many times, in many occasions, you have asked me, come in agreement. Come in agreement. Yes. Yes, I will come in agreement because what you're asking, it's God's will. Yes, I will come in agreement. But you, Renato, you need to come in agreement with me. And I'm like, explain. <laughs> Reveal. Develop. I want to understand why. I mean, I'm not arguing. I'm saying I'm not going to be, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be in agreement. Yes, of course. Definitely. When Holy Spirit asks you to be in agreement, you're like, jump in and say yes right away. I'm like, yes, I'm in agreement, but I want to know why. Please reveal to me why do I need to be in agreement. And he says, you know, when you pray and you ask, let the thoughts of Christ be your thoughts? Yes. Well, his ways are better. His thoughts are higher. And that's why you got to come in agreement with me. Because you want... Not only that you want your thoughts to be focused. No, you want his thoughts be your thoughts. You got to come in that agreement. You got to come in agreement that his ways are better than your ways. So remove yourself from that equation of like, oh, I want to do it this way. We should do this. You should say that. Nothing that you should say that. It says what the word says it is. Period. And that's it. You can't even add to it. Amen. It's not our job to add to it. But it's our job to be intentional, to come in agreement with the Holy Spirit of what God, Abba, the author and creator, is releasing to you and through you. Amen? Things to be, in, to be intentional about. There are so many. <laughs> there are so many. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to add a second part to it. But things to be intentional about is this. Saints, every day, repent. Every day, renounce. Every day, close open doors. Every day, seek his word, saints. And from day to day, be intentional by removing the noise. What noise? Anything that's bringing distraction from having intimacy with the Lord. 
anything that's bringing distraction and is setting your time, that is consuming your time. Remember, everything that consumes your time, it could become an, an idol to you without knowing it. And it's just sucking your time. It's just taking your time. It's consuming your time. And, and that's why a person might enter in a state of like, I feel dry. I feel rejected. I feel oppression. I feel depression. Because there's so much noise coming in. There's so much noise. There's so much images coming in. There's so much. But just like Daniel, even though he was in a, in a place of um, kingdom of Babylon, so many things going around. Does that look familiar to us? Come on. Where do we live? Look at all the noises that's happening. I mean, before, I don't know, a decade ago, we had TikTok. We had uh, all those social media stuff. That's a lot of noise. And if you're not filtering what you are allowing, what your gateway of your, your ears, remember, those who haven't heard, let him hear. What do we have to hear? His word. Amen. Don't hear everybody else's ideas. Hear, if you're going to hear something, go look and listen to, to hear his word, that somebody is decreeing, that somebody is prophesying, that someone has the will in them to follow direction and release what Abba is speaking to them. For who? For the church, for the church to increase, for the church to advance, for his kingdom to advance. We need to be intentional on, yes, even on closing down and canceling certain memberships that is just distracting us. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. So what am I doing? I'm removing my, my debit card number from those accounts. Ones that don't have my information, it's canceled. Amen? So I'm doing that in the natural, but I also got to go to the spiritual side too. And it's Father... I cancel that gateway of my ears, that gateway of my eyes of watching things that I was watching before. I'm, and I'm asking you right now, remove, remove, destroy every image that was stored in my memory bank. I don't need and I don't want, and for sure I do not desire the enemy to take advantage of using any of that influences, any of those things that came in dirty my spirit. Amen? We have to be intentional saints. We have we oh, yeah. Yeah. So saints, because I know, and I know, not that I feel, not that I see, but because I know that you are being very intentional, and you have been intentional because you heard the Holy Spirit today. And you are grasping. You are taking ownership of his word. You are taking ownership of his living word. His ways, the life, the truth. It is being deposited even more. There's an increase. There's an increase today in your spirit, man, of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. There's a boldness that come by who? By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the name of Jesus. Remember, when you think your boldness, there's boldness in you to do things, it, it, it's not winning you. It, it's not that, you know, you read 30 books and you're like, ooh, I can do this all the time, all day, every day, all week. I can do this every single day, person after person. After person. No, that boldness, that endurance, that strength is the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit of God in you, operating in you. That's the manifestation 
of the Spirit of God is not you. It's always His ways. It's always His life. And it's always the truth that is operating and is being manifested in you and through you for the advancement of His kingdom here on earth. We want to advance His kingdom. We want to be willingful. We want to be able to do every single thing voluntarily. Amen? And there's no greater example than Jesus Christ. He voluntarily came up here. Amen? He paid the price for you. We have to be so intentional. Father God, yes, we have to be so intentional, Father God, in obeying, Father God, in releasing what you have released, what you have released into our spirit, man, Father God. We have to come into an alignment, Father God. Father, we got to be intentional of being reverent. Be reverent to your presence, Father God. We need to be reverent. Saints, we have to be reverent to his presence. Not only when you come here to the house or any other house, any other church that you go to, saints, you have to be reverent to his spirit at all times because he is everywhere. Saints, you carry God's glory. You are glory carriers. You need to be reverent at all times. At all times, at any cost. You need to be reverent. Even when you hear someone else speak something else, whether it's at work, you're at the market, and whatever or not, look, listen, you don't have to come to the person and start an argument. You don't even have to point out anything. I said, just come and say, the Lord bless you. His word decrees life and not death. And just decree the word and then be in your merry way. You don't have to enter in, into a conversation and to try to convince the person. Just release God's worth, and the way it's going to be shown to the person. She's going to come into life. She's going to come to know the truth. Just release God's worth. Amen? We need to be intentional to be reverent. See, without reverence, where's the fear of the Lord? If you don't have reverence to his presence, then there's no fear. You have, we all need to have the fear of the Lord. At all times. Amen? So saints, God is calling you to be intentional tonight. And come to the altar. Come to the altar and be intentional with your heart. And say, Father, I come before you. I stand before you, Father God, with a desire in my heart. To be intentional in my life for the purpose that you created me. To advance your kingdom. I want to stand here before you, Father God, to be committed willingly, voluntarily, Father God, on releasing your, God, your kingdom here on earth, Father God. My desire is to do your will. My desire is to be obedient. My desire, Holy Spirit, is that you teach me to be reverent at all times. Holy Spirit, my desire is that I have the fear of the Lord and that day to day, just as I come to you and repent, just as I come to you and renounce, just as I come to you to renew my mind, I come to you that you would teach me and bring me to a deeper, deeper understanding, deeper grasp, deeper in my spirit to what is to be reverent to the presence of God. 
What is um, to have the fear of the Lord in me? I want it to be operating 24-7. For every time that I breathe, this Jehovah's name being out loud said, every time that you breathe, saints, you are worshiping, you are praising every time that you breathe. So, Father, we ask you that you, you, you release that through Holy Spirit to teach us to be reverent, to teach us to have the fear of the Lord. It's the key. They're, they're linked together, saints. It's, it's not one or the other. It's, it's linked. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Father, I thank you right now, Father, for everything that you have done in our lives and everything that you will do, Father God. We thank you for who you are. Not only that we thank you for what you've done, what you will do, Father God, but our hearts are grateful and thankful of who you are. You are the author. You are the creator of heaven and earth. You have us in the palm of your hand, Father. So we praise you for who you are, a righteous God, a faithful God, a faithful Father unto us. We praise you and we worship you. Worship you. We give you all honor and glory to you, Father God. You deserve it all, Father God. All that it is is because of you and for you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, amen. Amen. So we bless those who are in the live stream at this moment. We're just going to release unto you that, that you, you can get back to your... Don't, before you even get back to your families or, or the things of the day, I encourage you to take this moment right now and take that moment, take that intimacy moment and come to the Lord. And just like David did, said, Oh, Lord, search my heart. Find any offensive, anything that exalts itself against you and bring it under submission obedience to the obedience of Christ, Jesus, Lord. We praise you, Father God. Amen. So we release you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen, saints, my brothers and sisters.